Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Want to talk to you about that's it's kind of hard to define a bit about God's vengeance, but also just a bit about how things are and how maybe we should look at things. If we look at Psalm 94, that's Psalm 94, and we read the first 11 verses. Bear with me here. Okay, this is Psalm 94, uh, verses 1 to 11, and it's going to be in the Amplified Bible. O Lord God, you to whom vengeance belongs, O God, you to whom vengeance belongs, shine forth in judgment. Rise up, O judge of the earth, give to the proud a fitting compensation. O Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked rejoice in triumph? They pour out words, speaking arrogant things. All who do evil boast proudly. They crush your people, O Lord, and afflict and abuse your heritage. They kill the widow and the alien and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, the Lord does not see, nor does the God of Jacob, Israel, notice it. Consider thoughtfully, you senseless, stupid ones among the people, and you dull-minded fools. When will you become wise and understand? He who made the ear, does he not hear? He who formed the eye, does he not see? He who instructs the nations, does he not rebuke and punish? He who teaches man knowledge? The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are a mere breath, vain, empty, futile. So, in reading this, it just, it's just something that struck me. First, this, this reminds us that vengeance does belong to God, and, and judgment also, really. Uh, because his vengeance comes with judgment. We should be glad that God does not judge us <laughs> as harshly as he could. And I, and I think of that as referring to ourselves and, and referring to others. Um, and this calls for God to rise up, old judge of the earth, and give to the proud a fitting compensation. I'm thankful to the Lord that he has has get forgiven me a lot of things myself but but I understand this person you know they're looking at all the bad things that are going on it it could be a reflection of today of modern day or of, or of almost any time where you you look around and it looks like you know verse 3 how how long will the wicked rejoice in triumph like you know it seems like the evil is winning out sometimes sometimes that's how it appears you know they pour out words speaking arrogant things and all who do evil boast proudly. Well, you know, we see a lot of that going on in society today where people who are definitely doing bad and wrong things are, you know, immoral things are boastful and proud of it and, and society wants to accept it for some reason. Um, and then in verse 6 here, it talks about they kill the widow and alien and murder the fatherless. Well, they're talking about killing killing and being cruel to the people who are at most at risk in their society. Back in ancient times, a widow, a stranger, an unknown person, the fatherless, these people 
usually had little resources, usually were at the mercy of others, and could easily be taken advantage of, abused, or killed. Sometimes no one would even know they were gone. So, so that's why that's mentioned in that way. And yet the people doing these things, the people doing these things, they, they either don't believe in God or they don't, uh, they don't think God notices. They don't think God sees it. Ah, uh, it'll be fine. And they think they're going to get away with it. But, you know, we're reminded here, you know, does he who made the ear, does he not hear? Does he not see? God who made the eye, does he not see? So, yes, he does see. He does know. And God is God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He, he knows everything that happens. And he knows when people are doing, you know, these these immoral wrong things. Even when we think we're hidden and secretive and no one else knows, well, God knows. And if you really think about that sometimes, I know even for me personally, just in things in my life, it just makes me, you know, makes me feel worse for some things, you know, uh, than I've done in ignorance at different times or done out of maybe meanness, maybe anger, anger more likely for my purposes, but nonetheless, you know, it makes you regret some of those things more, and anyway, um, and not that I haven't been forgiven, not that God does not forgive, he does forgive, but you want to make sure that you turn to God and that you are forgiven, you don't want to be caught up in God's wrath and vengeance and be uh, judged harshly at the end of time. Um, and then too, I like the uh, I like the last the last verse. The Lord knows the thoughts of man that they are a mere breath, vain, empty, futile. And you know that's our own. We're just talking about our own humanistic thinking and way that being just that. It's just humanistic thinking. It's vain. It's empty. Without God and without God's power and without the love of God which is which is his power really. Because um, you know God and love and everything all that's inseparable. Um, without that behind our thoughts without that behind what we do and our actions then it's then everything everything is really nothing it's really in vain if we're just doing selfish deeds or or even evil deeds as is spoken of here though i admit most of us are probably not really being evil we might be being selfish <laughs> which you could equate to evil but being selfish is not always evil sometimes it's just being selfish it's just doing what you want to do and we do need a little time where we can do that and a little space to do that we need a little break that's part of the reason they they didn't understand and didn't get it but part of the reason they had the sabbath was so they could they could get a break and have a little time and you know and that some of that time too was to worship god but also to have a little time and have a little break away from the labors and away from you know all the hardness of life all right so, this is Psalm 94, 
verses 1 through 11, and it just seems to be a reflection even of present day so much. Um, sometimes we feel like we're being crushed and pushed aside by by an evil world, by a, uh, a horrible society that does not understand does not understand God and does not understand us and and that's true to a large degree they do not we seem we seem foolish or illogical just because uh, we believe in loving and caring for others and uh, they think you know we talk about verse 6 they t talk about killing the widow the alien and the murder the fatherless well doesn't that kind of describe abortions too I mean we, we say, you know, we abortions are the worst because you're killing the most innocent of people. You're just slaughtering them wholesale, never giving them a chance. And their reasons, their excuse, excuses are very humanistic or very, well, the child would not have a chance. It would have an awful life. Well, if you let the child live and give it a chance, yeah, its chances might be slim. But would you rather not have that slim chance rather than just being murdered and have no chance? That's that's the first thing. And then, you know, they talk about, well, but who's going to take care of them? Who's going to raise them? Who's going to whatever? Well, we have. We have organizations for that. We have things in society for that. That's, we do. You know, originally, back a long time ago, ago, there were, even then, there were orphanages and things in the way people tried to take care of uh, the needy and the ones who didn't have a family. We still have things like that today, and, and most of them are better than, than the ones hundreds of years ago. Okay, they, I know they're not perfect, and I know they're not the best. And there's a chance that a child could get adopted, you know. There's all kinds of things that can happen that could be positive. You can always look at every situation as a negative or a chance for a positive. You can always look at that glass as half empty or half full. It's really a choice. And I think with God and the love of God, we should try to look at things more positively and, and more, you know, being half full. And give Give them that chance rather than just slaughtering them before they ever get a chance, before they ever get out. So, anyway, I didn't want to just get on that topic, but that is part of how this affects me when I read this. It is a reflection of even current day of how things are now and people are doing all these things and they think it's okay that they'll never be held accountable, that nothing will ever happen to them, that they will just do it and it will be fine. But... But more than likely, that is that is not the case. At some point, you know, hopefully you will turn. If if, if you're one of those people, if 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 uh, you're one of those involved in those things, hopefully that you will you will turn and repent and be forgiven. That's the best outcome. That would be the most wonderful thing. So hopefully that will happen for those people. If not, then there is the judgment which will finally come some some day at some time. So I would prefer to see people avoid that and do the right things now. All right. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.